High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, we definitely have a problem, and we've certainly seen it from you, that a lot of you are messaging about not being able to get eggs. The other day, Makund even told me a horrible story. He couldn't make French toast. Huh? What? What, Makund? Imagine. What Imagine. world are we living in when a man can exactly. make French toast? Wow, wow, wow. Uh, hashtag privilege. But all right, uh, Mukund, that's, uh, that's all right. We do need to find out what is going on and uh, what the outlook is. Fred Hume is Managing Director of Hume International. A very good morning. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Good morning to you, sir. I'm doing fine. Thank you. Good. So there's definitely, uh, we definitely know that there's a shortage. I know a few people in the industry have said to me they can't buy liquid eggs at the moment. Uh, people are, <laughs> I don't want to use the word scrambling to find eggs. That just sounds terrible. But, uh, but it really is a, a concern. What is happening out there? Certainly, sir. You know, it's, it's akin to a sort of a national state of disaster. The local poultry industry has been extremely hard hit by a very, you know, very, very, let's call it widely spread outbreak of, of avian influenza or bird flu. While this is a recurring annual event um, and poultry or avian flu is actually endemic in, in most poultry flocks around the world, um, this, as I say, the severity of this outbreak uh, stands out. Um, millions of chickens have been culled. Mm. Millions of rams have been lost, um, you know, in the process. And, um, and, and supply, of course, of, of, of table eggs and broiler chicken um, is, is severely curtailed. Uh, we expect, actually, the eye of the storm to hit us somewhere in, in mid-November, around mid-November. So, in essence, um, there's worse to come. But there is good news. You know, um, everyone's always very quick to point fingers at the government and, um, and shout and scream about their apathy in, in moving. But, um, well, I think partly thanks to, to many role players speaking um, about this crisis in the media, um, ourselves one of them. Uh, government has in fact proposed suspending anti-dumping and possibly even general tariffs on imported chicken and um, they've, they've allowed the industry two weeks to comment and, and we hope then to see action in the very, very near future which will help us alleviate this crisis. So, so what would that mean? Would that mean the same for both chickens and for, for eggs? Uh, eggs are a little bit more tricky. Uh, problem with eggs is most of the eggs sold in South Africa are sold, um, you know, not if, not from the fridge. They sold in the ambient form. If you ship eggs from from Brazil in, you know, ambient, um, not refrigerated or cooled, it severely limits your shelf life. And it's it's also not really possible to take eggs from a refrigerated container um, and then put them on a, on a shelf and 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 sell them in in ambient. In an ambient environment, you know, that, that mm. also severely hamper the shelf life. So unfortunately, um, it's going to be harder to solve the import, uh, or would solve the, the, the egg shortage, um, and supplement that supply with imported product. Certainly much easier in the case of frozen chicken. Right. So, so what is likely to happen in the, um, with, with eggs? You know, if you're saying the, we haven't even really hit the worst of it yet, have we? If, if 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 following what you're saying about uh, November, yeah, correct. So you know the, the table egg industry itself has been much harder hit than the broiler chicken industry. Um, so unfortunately, you know the effects are more acute in that space. I'm not an expert in the in the egg market. I mean, we trade primarily in frozen food. Mm-hmm. Chicken is one of the items we stock. 
Um, so I, I couldn't really, I couldn't really comment on the on the egg scenario to in any great to any great degree. But certainly, I can speak to you about the imported chicken. Right. So, it, so in terms of the imported chicken, hopefully, be because uh, it, and it, and it's really quite refreshing to see that uh, that government is working fairly quickly on this. Obviously, I understand that they're being pressured by interested parties, but the fact is that that they've allowed two weeks. Once, uh, hopefully, that passes, there should be we should start to see uh, frozen chicken available pretty much uh, as, as is. It shouldn't take too well, long. Well, it, 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 it will st- still take us some time. Um, unfortunately, what's happened here is uh, there's, there's a lot of protectionism in chicken. Um, we, we don't agree with ITEC's method, method, ITEC's methodology, uh, the, the methodology they applied when calculating these anti-dumping duties. So for me, um, anti-dumping duties and how we got there uh, the, the jury's out on that. More discussion is needed. Uh, we, we have this poultry master plan that was concluded between government and, and industry. Um, many, many noble objectives, uh, such as transformation, um, localizing supply, uh, you, these, these, these sort of things. Um, obviously, job creation, another very important pillar. Unfortunately, the master plan has only partially been activated. And what the master plan omits to speak to is what do we do in cases when we have outbreaks of animal disease such as this? In my view, in my opinion, it should contain a clause that automatically suspends, that, that automatically allows for the suspension of import duties once more than a certain number of birds have been lost or culled as a result of an outbreak. So that's something that needs to be addressed. Uh, you know, that, that would then, of course, mean that one can respond much quicker. It wouldn't need to be tabled for discussion and then go back to government uh, to enact. So that, that, would, that would assist a lot. Over the course of the last five or six years, as protectionism in chicken in that space has increased um, substantially, you've seen the volumes of imported chicken decline significantly, almost tenfold from the highs we saw five or six years ago. Uh, to put this in perspective, uh, five or six years ago, at, at any, in any, any given month, we would be importing as a country in excess of 30,000 tons of bony chicken. In August of this year, we were down to just more than 3,000 tons. So it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a trickle. Mm, and, mm. and of course, this is partly why you are seeing a run up in prices. Uh, unfortunate, well, South Africa produces the bulk of its own food. No question about mm, that. Agriculture mm. does a great job. We're very happy about that. Right, um, only right. 20% of the chicken consumed in this country is imported, but it's a very necessary, necessary 20%. Uh, it allows us to supplement those cuts that we don't produce enough of. Of course, it allows us to increase imports at a time when local industry can't supply because of animal disease, and it acts as a very important price regulator. Very, very interesting. We're certainly going to keep an eye on this. Fred Hume, Managing Director of Hume International, thank you for that.